Mac, it must feel a lot better waking up uh, today as opposed to last week after getting your first NFL win. Yeah, it's definitely better than losing, so <laughs> hopefully we can continue to do that. Does the 24-hour rule uh, work for wins and losses? So we're, you know, as far as you know, looking at tape too soon? Um, yeah, I'd say just um, it depends, but, you know, 24 hours is always good to just relax and, and just recover your body and not move on to the next game too quickly. I mean, it doesn't hurt to peek at some stuff on film and things like that, but I felt bad you can keep it consistent with the 24 hours. That, I have that a feeling helps. you were peaking. I have a feeling you were peaking. <laughs> were you peaking? Yeah, Be honest. Yeah, I definitely peaked. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mac, I wanted to ask you, after the game you were talking about, um, you, you felt like you could push the ball downfield more. So I'm just curious, are, are you passing up opportunities to take shots down the field? Um, I wouldn't say that. I just think um, it goes back to just me sticking to my rules and, there's sometimes when the defense takes plays away, and that's why we play. I mean, they're just they're good on defense too. But at the same time, I feel like you take the three or four plays or whatever it may be, whether it's from a practice or a game, and you rewatch them, and you're like, okay, I could have probably thrown that one. But at the end of the day, it's about moving the ball and taking what the defense gives you. And if they give you the deep shot, then take it. If they give you the short, then take the short. So it's kind of just what the defense is doing, really. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's got to be a, a strong coaching point with uh, Josh McDaniels and Bill, obviously, because I watch, I watch a guy like Zach Wilson just throwing you know passes into team meetings where nobody's there, and so I guess do you feel like there's a the 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 fear of throwing an interception or causing a critical mistake is so strong that you you rather you know, live on the side of caution as opposed to the more riskier pass that maybe pay off a, a bigger dividends to you? Um, yeah, I think just when you look at turnover statistics, team that turns the ball over less usually wins. I don't know what it is. It's pretty high, though, percentage-wise. So just you have less turnovers than the other team. And yesterday we definitely could have capitalized more on the turnovers we got. But – as long as you're ending every possession on the kick, then things will be moving in the right direction. So that's kind of always what I've been taught. But I think there may be some things that I can adjust, and I will do that and just listen to the feedback that I get. Because, you know, in the past, obviously in college, it's a completely different game. And, um, you know, not to bring that up or anything, but it is different here in the NFL. And you kind of just have to play possession football and try and just stick to your rules and throw to the open guy. And, it shouldn't be that confusing or complicated. So, like, the, the, the example I was going to use is um, the, the double pass, the pass you throw to James White, he throws it back, you throw it to John New Smith, and on the, on the television copy, Trent Green was talking about how Aguilar was, was, was open, and that, should, that was a play that you could have made, but you took the, the shallow route with John New Smith. When you went back and looked at the film, was that an opportunity? If you had to do it over again, you would have thrown it to Aguilar? Yeah, I think... Um... With that type of play, it's just kind of hard sometimes to, you know, read it out as, as best you can because you catch the ball and you're, there's no one protecting. Not because they don't want to. It's just not part of the play. It's just a one-and-done deal because I'm by myself when James threw it back to me. So I just saw uh, Johnny flash in front of me and got it out really quick. Um, yeah, I think if you go back and watch it, I definitely could have, you know, held the ball and maybe even looked before I caught it to see if there's anyone around me. I just didn't really have – as good of awareness as I should have had. But 
yeah, it's plays like that where you look at it and it was a good play call and I could have definitely executed better. And there's a few of those every practice, every game. And if we can just um, get those out of there, then everything will start kind of working in our favor. Talking to Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. And, Mac, I'm just curious because, you, you, you know, Zach Wilson's on the other side of it. He goes number two. You go number 15. Are you one of those guys that looks at the uh, four guys that went in front of you and looks forward to playing each and every one of them? Because, you know, you all played this kid yesterday. Um, not really. I think every week it's just uh, focused on what I can do and how I can be the best quarterback that I can be because it's really not, you know, you against the other person. It's just – we're playing football, and it's our offense against their defense, and then their offense against our defense. So a lot of it's out of, out of our control, and we just have to play together and play complementary football to where the offense is complementing the defense and vice versa. So I don't ever try and look at it like that. I think it just kind of goes back to execution and doing what I'm supposed to do. So I want to go back to something you said a little bit ago when you said every drive ends with a kick. And obviously, you know, field goal, extra point, right, and even a punt. And I'm just curious because, you know, again, Zach he ends up throwing four interceptions yesterday. Is that just something that's been ingrained in you as far as turnovers? And you'd rather punt than, say, throw picks, things like just Is that just a frame of mind for you? Yeah, I think um, that's just an old saying in football, I guess, or some coaches teach it, some coaches don't. But I just, from what I've been listening here and things like that, we just want to control the ball and we want to end the, end the possession and the kick. And sometimes – it's going to be a punt. You want them all to be extra points. That would be ideal um, when you say that. But we have a good punter and we have a good special team. So it's you know okay to punt, but at the same time, it's also good to just get it in the end zone uh, or get the three points because that's what it comes down to is scoring points. And you're not just sitting there thinking about punting all the time. You're just trying to execute the plays and the points will come. Do you think sometimes that the offense is a little too safe and too conservative? Um, no, I think just each week we have a, I mean, I've only been here for the preseason games and for the two, two games we've played and we've had a good plan. And, um, obviously Josh does a really good job preparing all of us and we have a plan for what the defense is going to give us. And we don't, um, you know, over plan or anything like that to expect what they might do or what they, we think they're going to do. And we just kind of stick to what we do and he calls great plays and we got to execute them better. And I think the offense, when we watch the film together, we're all going to say that we can definitely play better and execute the plays that were called better, and we will. So, right, We're talking to Mac Jones. And, Mac, I'm wondering, how, how quickly did you realize it was probably a bad idea to jump into that pile with Damian Harris crossing the goal line when you looked around and saw your, all your offensive linemen doing the same thing? Like we're, I'm just watching that saying, get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, honestly, it was just a good run and good blocking. And then I just kind of saw Damien get a little bit held up at, like, the half-yard line. I think he probably would have got in anyways. But I just ran down there and shoved him in. But everyone else was pushing, too. So it was a giant team effort, like rugby or something. And <laughs> he just made it happen. Uh, and it was, it was good to score. Um, you know, that's always what you're supposed to do on offense, and whether it's running, passing, whatever, to try and get in the end zone and get six points. You know, I, I got to commend you though on the because uh, that was the one the one play that a lot of people were talking about. I got to commend you on the reverse block because most of the times, Mac, like this, quarterbacks embarrass themselves. They whiff, <laughs> they fall on the ground, 
the 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 guy that they're trying to block doesn't even like you know you know notice that they're there. They just kind of avoid them, right? Because they're just in the way. You actually got in the guy's way. Now it wasn't a you know bone crushing block, but you made a difference. Was there any part of you that said probably should just stay out of this one too? Um, not really. I mean, the rule is the chop block rule is in between the tackle box, so I knew that I was allowed to do it and. You know, maybe if I was outside, I would definitely try to block him still because that's who I was supposed to get. So, I mean, it's just part of the play, and um, we did a good job on that play of KB just running it and making a play, and then the offensive line selling the other play, and then we flipped it back. So, um, it was just actually well executed. And, um, yeah, I mean, whatever my job is to do on the play, I'm going to try and do it to help help the team. So, Mac, uh, one for four the first week in the red zone, one for three yesterday. So you guys are two for seven now in the year. So in your opinion, what can be done? Like, what is it? Because I know I know some penalties, but what can be done to be more efficient in the red zone for you? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, for me, it just goes back to maybe just executing better during practice. Um, I think we definitely put an emphasis on it and – We've gotten more reps at it, and just in the red zone, you have to be, you kind of have to flip a switch in your brain. Not that you shouldn't be aware at all times during the game, but once you get down there, it's everything's a little tighter. I mean, the sidelines are obviously there, and then the field gets tighter because of the um, the yardage, so you don't have as much space to work with, and um, sometimes that can be an issue, but I think it's more just about us executing the plays that are called and doing it against tighter looks and me making more competitive throws and things like that. I don't think there's any, like, big thing that we're missing. It's just little things. So I think we'll definitely improve on that this week in practice. And the other thing is we can't be so worried about the um, stats of it all. We just have to execute the plays for what they are and, and flip the switch in our brain just to be ready in the red zone and kind of be alert more. So, Mac, I don't even know if you realize it, because I didn't really realize it until I saw the stat kind of after this game, that in the red zone, like, you have yet to, I think, attempt to pass in the end zone. Were you even aware of that? Like, I, I, didn't, cause I, I didn't even recall that until you thought back on it. Um, yeah, I think I think it goes back to running the ball well, um, which we can do, and then we'll have those plays that we need to get people in there, and I need to throw them the ball, and we've, we've done that. So it's not like the plays aren't called. It's just sometimes it's a little tighter down there, like I said, and um, the competitive throws that I need to make um, will be there, and I can continue to practice those and, and work on that because um, it's, it's tight coverage in the NFL, and you just have to continue to find ways to get our playmakers the ball because we have great skill players, good good running backs, good, good tight ends, and good receivers. So I don't know why <clears throat> there isn't a reason to not get them the ball. It starts with me, and – They'll make plays and run the routes they're supposed to run. So they've done a good job, and I can do better. See, that that's kind of the thing. I think Patriot fans, or even myself, you, you watch the game, and you're seeing you out there making the right decisions. You're accurate. And when I see stats like that, or I see you know the balls, you know checkdowns and things, I almost feel like they're not letting you do this yet because you're young in your career. And I almost want to be like, go to Josh McDaniels and just be like, hey, can I do this? Like, let it, let me, let it sling, sling it a little bit, right? Because those kind of numbers almost makes it feel like they're putting restrictions on you. Um, no, I don't think it's that. I mean, I think it's just, like I said, just whatever they call, and they've called good plays, and Josh has done a good job preparing me in the red zone, knowing what 
the other team is going to do and stuff. So um, I, I definitely can um, just have those conversations with him and that to let him know that I can do better because I feel like it's more on me than anybody else. And I can make those tight window throws and I have in the past and um, we can be better. So it's kind of just is what it is. And uh, we can obviously work on it and maybe come up with different ways to have some creativity or whatever, just to get the offense to come together in the red zone. And All right, here we go. We're in the red zone. Let's flip the switch or whatever, just to make sure that we're all aware of the situation. So when a, when fellow rookie Ramondre Stevenson has a rough game and then doesn't you know play in the next game, basically is um, you know is, is deactivated. Do you you guys kind of talk at all about the situation? Do you offer him any you know encouragement or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I think Ramondre is obviously super competitive, and I don't know, you know, I'm not in charge of who plays and who doesn't, but. Obviously, Mondre works hard every day. Um, he's a rookie. He's young, just like me, and but he's he's a hard worker. So that'll pay off in the long run. And you know, I just always try and keep it loose with him. Um, you know, we always whatever we're talking about, whether it's on Saturdays talking about the college football games or whatever, just having those conversations and keeping it loose and relaxed is, is cool with all the rookies. And um, I feel like we're really close, all of us, and. We'll all get better together, and we've all been working hard. So that's all you can ask for is just hard work and your effort, and then everything else will just take care of itself, playing time, all the other stuff. So I think we'll all have a, a good understanding of that. Okay, so the quarterback question of the week. Are you ready for this one? This one's going to surprise you. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me sell some soap real quick. Then I'll prepare give you, you question. for this one. All right, all right so the, <laughs> the quarterback question of the week. Okay, so – we find out that uh, Nick Saban's, uh, your former coach, his favorite saying is "D's nuts." Uh, okay, okay. Uh, that was from uh, so Al, your uh, Jordan Bat- Battle, uh, Alabama uh, football player. Um, did you even know about this? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, so- I definitely knew about it. Um, yeah, it's kind of his thing. He um, he's been doing it for a while. I think he needs to get. Maybe get some new ones, but <laughs> so he runs joke. around and tries like, to get guys with the joke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll he'll get you though because like he's pretty, you know, he's serious. And then he'll be like, hey, you know, whatever. And then he'll just hit you with one of those those jokes, and um, you'll just catch it out of the blue, and you're just kind of like, whoa, that just happened. <laughs> but just, he's uh, been doing that for as long as I I was there, and probably well before too. <laughs> do you uh, does does Bill? Have you figured out what Bill's uh, favorite saying is yet? Um, I have it, but we've had some good conversations, and um, you know he's he's got some humor too. And I think as the years go on, I'm sure there will be some stuff that definitely will pop up, and I'll have to get back to y'all on that. <laughs> so, so nothing like ah, oh, because Edelman, Julian Edelman, is like you know becoming famous for his Bill Belichick yeah. impersonation. So I'm wondering, it's like, do you have one? Does anyone else on the team do one? I mean, anything like that? <laughs> You no, got to have a version of it, I'm sure. No, I really don't. I mean, he's one of a kind, and, and no one should emulate him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I definitely can't. So, I mean, there's probably people, but not I. <laughs> there will be a day when you will. There will yeah, you'll feel more comfortable when you're older. But right yes. now, probably safe not to admit that you do a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
for sure. <laughs> All right, Mac, listen, man, thanks for joining us. Congrats on your first win, and good luck next week. Uh, you return home against the Saints. Thank you. All right, thanks. See you guys.